Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about influencers, how they have changed over the years as, I guess, quote-unquote influencers who've been doing this for 11 years. We're going to talk about these sort of beginning stages of the internet, where we are at now, how things have shifted, and how this relates to you. But first, we're going to talk about how London, yeah, London, England is going to be underwater soon, and also postpartum depression. (laughs) <laughs> i read his page <sighs> it's still one of my least favorite things ever in the world when somebody reads my phone or even if i'm writing something reads your folder or like my computer i don't know why yeah that's true i can it picture being like oh so your phone and then you'll be like greg i'm gonna kill you it's like even when a teacher in school would like be over your shoulder while you were doing an exam i want to like turn around and be like Stop looking at me. Yeah, you do have like, you're also like good with like, you can talk back to authority. Oh, that is not true. Oh, is it? <laughs> I thought that you I could. I can talk back in the right circumstance where I feel very justified, but not to like authority unless I'm like, they've done something actually wrong. Oh, wow. But I just have this thing where it's like, I don't know. I love authority. Fig- I love authority. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, so. but I mean, like, I miss, I miss it. I'm like, does someone want to like be my teacher? Is this what? like, am I like, am no, I like you want Dom a mentor, not an authority? No, yeah, I want a mentor, a, a really mentor, cool one. We yeah. need mentors. Who wants need- to mentor us? <laughs> putting Can a, someone mentor us? Like putting a call out there, like actually, truly. though, that is something that I've heard is so important in people's lives, and we haven't really. It had. relates to today. We are talking about influencers then and now. The reason we don't have mentors is because no one's done this shit before us. Mm-hmm. Really? You can call up Tyler Oakley, but he's only like two years ahead of us or whatever. Yeah. Call up Charlie Bit My Finger. Like, who the <laughs> hell? Do you know what I mean? Like, Imagine that was our mentor. But actually, and we get to, we're going to go into some embarrassing details of being a millennial YouTuber, but who is it? Smosh? It's like, okay, I've, I've hung out with Anthony Padilla. I think we gave him advice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure he gave um, us advice. Did he? Yeah, I don't remember. We were just like, you're cute. <laughs> uh, what What do we want to talk about right now? Um, I thought that's what we were going to talk about. but No, that's the that's the episode. Do we have girl? nothing? Do we have nothing? It. Okay, let's just get in. What did we learn this week? That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what did we learn this week? Okay. Mine's sad. I just kind of want to get it out there. Mine's kind of sad, too. Oh. <laughs> okay, but... No, get yours out there, because mine's... But ultimately, mine's like positive research okay so but it is about a sad thing yeah go it's about how dads can also suffer 
from postpartum depression. Oh, that's like interesting. Yeah, I didn't mean it's like no one ever says talks about that. Exactly, that's what this study was. It's a new pilot study at the University of Illinois, Chicago, Um, and they are now suggesting that men should be screened for the condition. In their study, the caveat being that I think it was like underserved communities or something like that. Thirty percent of people who were screened, of men who were screened. were positive for postpartum depression hmm. on the same tool that they normally use on moms. Hmm. And so they, the overall context is like, obviously a woman at risk for postpartum depression is even more likely to get it if her partner is also depressed and to recognize that. And I'm sure this could go for queer couples as well. Whatever mix oh, of I genders s- is I like just like obviously people people think blah, 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 blah. people think of postpartum depression being something that like a mother experiences and obviously that there is a lot of um hormonal changes in the body and a lot that happens but i think to know that the partner can also be going through something like that too and that they should be screened because that can help support the family as a whole to know that i thought was interesting and the overall aim of what they said the study was hoping to impact with well i don't no one in my life has talked about the postpartum depression after male. Yeah, I know. I know like, it so. is obviously like, yeah, why not? Because I guess it's well, all like, <laughs> wow, we both like, just did the tone. <laughs> no, we both went, cause I got the, the, the. like the tone was like, I think it's obvious why. Oh, okay. Well, one, two, three. Hormones. The, well, I was just going to say, because oh. the woman has to, in this case, like whoever's carrying the baby has to do all the work. In, in terms of carrying, in terms yes. of delivery, in terms of body changes, and so... And yeah. also hormones. Hormones, I always yeah. thought like postpartum was hormonal. Hormones on top of. I think, on top of. I think it's true, it is. Insane But also it's just like you suddenly go into extreme sleep deprivation. Yes. You have yes. suddenly black and white change from like a certain life to now literally a totally different And focus. if you're like the dad, it's like you don't... You're not getting the amazing breastfeed tit... Love. Yeah, a lot of things, with, uh, part of it is like immediately, like this might have been like anecdotal, just people talking in, in, in interviews, like the mother figure now is like focused so much on the baby that the man can feel like ignored. And then the mother's feeling like she imagined that the male figure was going to like help her and support her more. Oh. There's like this imbalance of like it changes the relationship. And it's I'm using like, so intense. you know, mother, male, these words. We're like, being hetero right because now. Because the study was obviously hetero, but... We know these things. And statistically, there's a lot of you. There's tons. This is happening a lot around the nation, around the world. There's so many heterosexual people. It's crazy. But there's actually more gay people, especially in Toronto. (laughs) In general? Oh, yeah. Everyone in Toronto is gay. Is gay. And as we've said, it's crazy. And every guy that listens to the Hooperman podcast is also gay. (laughs) So, like, it's true. It's like everyone is gay because that's kind of everyone <laughs> not anyway. everyone not everyone in toronto is gay mitchell moffat mitchell mitchell moffat thinks everyone's it was gay. a joke Greg. oh but you your gaydar is it's strong it's good but you, sometimes you it's, mean it's overreactive um okay or question exactly is, okay, precise. i think gaydar is maybe a millennial term that like young people would be like ugh, stupid term Fine, but they didn't have to like. Maybe it's because they didn't have to hide it in the same way. No, I know. I'm just laughing because I was like, skill. I was like, when I think about me even having opinion on your gaydar, it's very 2010. 
It's like, yeah, that's actually like a really. Yeah, I don't. It's like, it's I don't a very, like, walk around dumb like, using my gator. But you used we like you used to be like, I have such good gator, and I'd be like, he dies. Because we were topic. at an age where everyone was just starting to come out, and it was very. But much that's what like, I mean. That straight guy could actually be yeah. gay next year. <laughs> I'm saying, I to me, when I think about <laughs> queerness, and now it's like saying that you have good gator is like really embarrassing. Yeah, because it's yeah. also like their the binaries don't exist. Exactly, in that exactly. Way, it's very like what gay. Anyway. The worst kind, a.k.a. me. <laughs> um, okay, so this is about how... Okay, I've been watching the clock, and I've been like, it's 7 four, It's been the same time. What? And it's because I'm on a photo of my... A of my I'm on a screenshot, <laughs> is what it's called. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this has been the longest minute of my life. <laughs> like, sometimes when you do a podcast, time slows down. Mm. Okay, so this is about how, like, this one climate researcher slash she used to work for the British government thinks scientists are being are forced to be too blase about climate change because of the way that science works they're trying to do the most realistic predictions mm. and rarely are they saying the worst case scenario okay who's saying this he used to work for the British government uh -huh. in the environmental unit and now he's come out to be like he's starting to be a science communicator about climate change interesting so he was saying a lot of the scientific process is about very much going, well, don't extrapolate that. Mm -hmm. Don't do. Mm -hmm. And then, and then what happens is you get into these like political meetings and they're like, okay, well we don't, a, we don't care. B, we don't really know what you're mm -hmm. saying. And he's arguing that scientists should start going, this is the worst case scenario right. yeah. and start being a Here little hyperbolic of the worst. Yeah. Case. Because when you mix your research with that research and that research, it creates a pretty intense situation, but they're right. always going, well, we just found this, right. which At is the low like, end. Here's where like, yeah. let's talk, let's be like, the average of it, I don't know. Yeah, which I think thing I is would important say in some ways. Is that's not the impression I have in terms of like, I don't know. Obviously, it's important to have um, studies on like the overall media imprint on people, but I do think that the media takes and runs with the most extreme versions of he, things. He's talking about policy making in government. Okay. He's talking about scientists going to government, not si see. not the media talking about a study. Okay. Okay. And so what he was saying was like he was like what has worked a lot recently to get change in the government in London <laughs> climate change is that he thinks that London will be underwater by 2150 oh I was like what that well, is so soon well like we won't be here no but this is but when you yeah, gotta yeah. start thinking about your goddamn kids and your grandkids <laughs> hello like don't be selfish no, we're talking about I'm, the next gen I don't live in London girl no 2150 yeah. Okay, so that means that your yeah, yeah, yeah. like your niece or nephew is watching London underwater. Like that is crazy. <laughs> so the reason though it's like a little, you know, this uh, the politicians went, "What? Why I mean, has like, no one said I this?" I need to just like be clear that my niece or nephew you probably aren't alive in 2150. <laughs> okay, that is unless they're 130. Their kids, their kids, we care about your grandkids. Yeah, you care, yeah, yeah. You'll care about your grandkids. Mm -hmm. They will be. Okay, anyways. Because the engineers built the Thames barrier like half a century ago. So the way that the like barriers to the river Thames work, it can only deal with five meters of sea level rise. Okay. And so they're just like at the two degrees Celsius like limit. And what I, the IPCC thinks that by 2150, there'll be 10 meters of sea level rise. Mm -hmm. So therefore it's like well under the water. And his whole point was like, then maybe you should start thinking it because you could make a new barrier. Right. Start so, those strategies yes, now to like, prepare for it. And the, then the, the politicians were like, wait, yeah, okay. Like, 
because it's like because then you have a lot more time to even spread out those costs and not need to like yeah it's like preventative versus well it's not preventative to climate change but it's preventative to like the city being destroyed <laughs> yeah and it's like you know some of the studies aren't widely recognized and like that could be a high estimate of 10 mm-hmm. meter like yeah. all these things but it's like it's not not gonna happen mm-hmm. that london will be underwater like those are the, and it was just interesting for me to be like, that's an interesting framework. You mm-hmm. go into the governments because it's like, what are we going to do and sit around? It's like, no, we need to maybe scare them all a bit. Mm-hmm. But it could happen. London, get ready. Yeah, and, and build a different barrier. Okay. Uh, break time, and then we're going to talk about you. Oh my YouTube. God, it's going to be so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. So, study time. LOL. <laughs> this is, you know, this is less ASAP science and more ASAP science as a whole. You know what ASAP I mean? ASAP social science, if well, you will. <laughs> not even, because today we're going to be talking about just our own experience as, I just can't even say the word, our influencer. <laughs> like, is, no, we're, no, science, we're science communicators. communicators. <laughs> but this is part of what we're going to be talking about today. There has been an obvious shift. I feel like having done this for over 10 years, I feel like it's the first time where I'm like looking down at the people below us in age and being like, okay, there's a whole new movement of influencers who grew up, who are unlike us, who like didn't have people before us, have people before them. And it's really interesting. And I think we just thought it'd be fun to have an episode that's like a little different, switch things up. We're yeah. not coming with like research on this. It's our personal experience. And we thought it'd be fun to just like shoot the shit and chat. About Whoa, I have experience. never heard you say that. Yeah, shoot I feel the like shit. On this literal podcast, you've called me out for that before. No, what you do is you say in all the meetings, you go, yeah, so I'm going shoot you an email. <laughs> it's when you say shoot you an email he's like and then you're always like if you shoot me an email I'll shoot you an email I'm always like whoa he's in business mode I'm always just like giggling like shoot you an shoot email, you an email. Wait. yeah you have such business jargon and including shoot the shit Maybe well no like that shooting. that was yeah that is just a never before term of yours <laughs> So we are millennial. Okay, we are okay. We are science communicators. We're trembling in our feet, but like we have to admit that the trajectory of what we have done has been influencer energy. Yeah, I mean, obviously, our entire generation, everyone who 
is a millennial and kind of started creating at that time, I feel. Even that creator online. Into influencers. But is everyone considered an influencer online? Well, online now, if you make content, are you an, if what? you make content on the internet in thine year 2023, yeah. are you an influencer? You mean like trying to make a comedy video? Yeah. Yeah. But if you're just posting your Thanksgiving beige meal, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, is that what you're talking like, about? Like, I'm like, yeah, not everyone. But basically, everyone on TikTok is like making things to try yeah. and have random strangers yeah, watch. It. That's part of what I'm like, what I mean by there's been a shift. I think when you're on TikTok and you're making content, it's more influencer energy because it's like you're not having to think of a concept. It's not a photo. It's not. Yeah. It's not like Instagram where you might just actually be like, my family gathering my if birthday you post to a reel that's not a millennial and gen x like <laughs> slideshow of your trip <laughs> with somewhere with background. really bad music <laughs> but you're actually posting a reel with a like like when millennials do blah or whatever like you're an influencer and that's yeah. all tiktok really is mm -hmm. so i do feel like not everyone who posts content online is an influencer, but I think there are a lot more people who are quote unquote influencers than have ever before been. So what inspired you? I'm going to interview you today. Oh my God. What? To be an influencer. Okay. Well, we didn't know. <laughs> we didn't know what that we was. We were doing. Yeah. So, well, especially me, you, <laughs> you are the one who knew, <laughs> but at that time it was a quote unquote YouTuber. And I think what's mm -hmm. really become confusing for us now is when we're out a lot of people come up they come up to me they're like oh you're the you're dumb kid guy from tiktok i'm like no i'm a science youtuber and mm -hmm. they're like what they're like and it's like that? what is happening <laughs> yeah so i do feel like youtuber existed 11 years ago when we started yeah very lightly to the point but to the point where we thought we were too late to do mm -hmm. youtube 11 years ago. 100 when we started i remember because there was already like a few generations and generations of like online people. But like, who like Charlie bit my finger into well, Smosh? No, because Charlie bit my finger <laughs> was like pre YouTube. I feel like that was like e-bombs world. And like, there were a lot of websites. No, Charlie bit my finger was YouTube. Sorry. But I mean, it's of that era where it was just like a random video. It wasn't, no, are you kidding? It, was it wasn't like, Fred. It wasn't Fred who was like making a series. No, but like Fred whenever was YouTube. Okay. And we've been to a million. We'll get into this YouTube activation events. When, <laughs> <laughs> ever there's like a bunch of marketing people and like a hundred people who work at visa coming in and youtube wants to be like where the future they always start with charlie so bit my finger. i'm not saying it wasn't a youtube video i'm saying that was part of a transition phase and charlie bit my finger was never a youtuber but no sorry but like do we know that for a fact i 100 <laughs> bet charlie is out somewhere I like where hey, get ready with me as i go <laughs> to the pub down in bristol and he ends every video like Oh, yeah, and he's like, my fingers. Yeah, like, oh, I'm going to be reviewing the no, the newest stouts at my local pub in Bristol. Beat my finger. Like he probably is doing that. I hope he, he is. He's honestly on a probably on a talk circuit of literally. He's an influencer, but he's on a talk circuit where he talks about the history of YouTube. I bet YouTube is like pays. Is him there to, a book called Charlie Bit My Finger? Well, there's that new online book by the girl who you were. I think you were quoted in the one what? of her papers that. Taylor Lorenz. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. She has a new book that's like all about what we're talking about okay, today. Okay, interesting. Called like on Should have had her on the pod. Yeah. Um, no, but what was I going to say? Oh, I was saying like, okay. Who I was the first? So was Fred? First generation is like Smosh and Fred and 
um, Ray William Johnson and maybe even like Phil DeFranco. I don't know. Okay, like who's Ray William Johnson? He was like a comedian. He has like dark hair that's kind of like spiky and out. And he would do like news bits or like okay and he yes. would like make fun yes. he would make a, a joke so you when we you were starting atop science thought oh all these guys are killing it we're never gonna be like that well that Dude. was generation one then generation two what? i think was like uh hannah hart oh grace, grace Helbig, john john and Hank Green had started earlier but i feel like they started becoming more popular maybe had started scishow at this point i don't know interesting because they would have also like already like when we went to vidcon for the first time which is like the thing they made it was a thing already so they'd already like done that kind of yeah they were i mean they were in it early but then obviously those early days were like some people were just kind of making random videos and it wasn't till generation two yeah. that i think they kind of became You're right. faces of scishow did exist veritasium did exist and we were like we're gonna make science videos but Everyone's but it was kind of it. like, oh, people idea. have million, a million subscribers. Like some people already had like five million subscribers. And it yeah. was like there had been like three or four years of people making content, trying to be YouTubers. That's so it crazy. felt like, well, we're four years behind. Oh, my God. So like when we're like, we've been doing it for 11 and a half years. Like if we were to ask like Derek from Derek Tassim, he'd be like 15 years. Probably, yeah. Because I remember I don't know if he was... I think maybe he'd only done it a year or two more. The only, I remember, like, because Mitch definitely came up with the... I, like, girl, if it weren't for Mitch, I would be teaching <laughs> children. I would be teaching high school students biology, which sometimes I'm like, I think I might still end up doing that soon. <laughs> but, like, that... I would be a high school <clears throat> biology slash visual art teacher, and my life would be amazing, too. Mm -hmm. But you were definitely the impetus of like, have you heard of YouTube? And I was like, no, I'm too busy. Like going to Kanye West <laughs> concerts and dressing like an idiot. But anyways, I remember after you telling me about YouTube and then in teacher's college in a class, putting on a Veritasium video and being oh, like, really? Oh my God. Like these, this is a thing that was helped. That's what helped me be like, Oh, I could make a YouTube channel about science. Cause I'm in teacher's college. I'm a teacher. And now I'm using a YouTube video by yeah. someone who's teaching science. So we would have been what, like 22 or 23 when we have started it. Yeah. Because like I, the interesting thing about, I mean, that isn't super young. Obviously it's, young. it's not that young now. What do you to mean start, now? To start influencing. Oh, like some people start, <laughs> some people start influencing at 14. in vitro. Yeah. <laughs> um, in vitro, uh, in vivo, um, in vivo. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we were 22, 23. And I was trying to say, like, the weird thing is it's of our friends. Like, I'm sure some might be listening or people our age. Like, no one our age was really consuming YouTube in that way. Yeah. None no of our one. friends. I shouldn't say no one. Okay. Our group of friends to this day don't know what we do. And they don't. We just have one friend who loves shorts. YouTube shorts. Oh, my God. <laughs> so maybe like, she's how did seen you stumble all, into that? It was because she's because <laughs> she was like, I don't want to be on Instagram or TikTok. <laughs> There. But okay, also our one She literally friend, was like, it's so bad that it makes me not use it too much. Yeah. And it's that like TikTok I'll use too much. So getting into that when the influencers of now, it's like if you're if you're a YouTube short influencer, which we have met, get help. Um no, I'm kidding, but we've met some and it's like oof. Um but uh, our one friend once came to our office, like this office is like all about science, and saw our book and was like what i thought you guys made like <laughs> vlog videos and i was like what like he just like it was like so annoying i was like you just thought we did that anyways we should get to that though but we like influ 
the word influencer didn't exist then. Right. And we were YouTubers. But when we went to the airport, we would have to lie and say we were teachers. Because if mm. you said YouTuber, they would like arrest you because they'd be like, what is that? Yeah, they would literally be like, that's illegal. What, you make money from yeah. this company that's American? And now when we go to the airport, we're like, we're YouTubers. We're like, high five. It's like, Actually, the amount of times that a customs border has been like, are you a some science? Because they're men. <laughs> and that's the people who watch YouTube videos. I'm kidding. There's obviously women too, but... Predominantly it is very masculine and mask for mask. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like we, I feel like it would have been way harder for me to do it if I had to do it now because of what being an influence like either would have been harder or easier. But there's something about being an influence. <laughs> wow, it's very wow. insightful, Greg. <laughs> no, it either would have been harder or easier. <laughs> Sorry, easier in the sense that I could see myself just being like, oh, I would do a TikTok because it's so easy. Whereas like I can't edit and like all those things that you Mm -hmm. could do. But harder in the sense that I do think it is like really embarrassing to start trying to be an influencer right now. Like it's hard because there's so many people and it feels. And it's so much. Yeah. At the time, it was kind of like we could get away with it without our friends knowing. So if it was like a failure or if it was nothing happened, it wasn't like, like, oh, you remember you tried to be. Okay. This is exactly what happened to me recently on the beach. I was like, so true. I was like, oh yeah. And he's that guy. (laughs) It's like, yeah. And that guy, like, he's like, yeah, trying to be an influencer. And like, all three of my friends I was with audibly at the same time that went, oh, <laughs> and then laughed because it was like, it is so vulnerable and yeah. endearing in some ways. But it has, then, the, the term has so much baggage, like, it, but for good reason. Yeah. Yeah. For good reason. And it, it is because so many people try to capitalize on it in a way that is super cringy, super inauthentic and are just doing it to make money. Right. Or just doing it to be famous. Yeah. So I think you like, can sniff them out. Yeah. It's always, I think it, I think it probably started as an innocuous term. Is that the right word? Like yeah. it was used as like, Oh, there's this generation of influencers. Like, and even YouTube started using it as like, these people can influence their audiences but connect then, you with their brand, a brand, yeah. and like that was kind Influencer of influencers. Very business vibes, but then they would always be like, "You're content creators," yes. and then they'd be like, "You're creators," because that does feel better. Mm-hmm. Creator has a nice ring to it. Yeah, there's always been, and now, now, I mean, it's not to jump too far forward, but it is interesting now to see the discourse that surrounded this. Like I, we were talking about this the other day with some people who like work in traditional film and I do feel like there was a huge barrier for a long time a lot of like online creators trying to make tv shows that would flop and like it's just been a hard time but I think the playing field has evened more of course there's still like a-list celebrities of course being a digital person is like you have a bit of a smudge on your name I think if you're trying to make it in the traditional world but more and more you see like oh there's been some successful examples of people like a choice of on that's gone from YouTube to music. Or but choice of ons is interesting because he completely yeah. left. That's like true. I bet a lot of people don't know but, he used to be like. And I I haven't watched this movie, but know how there's like that A two four movie of those guys who like make pranks or something on. Like, yeah, they were that on got YouTube. like critically yeah, acclaimed. Like yeah. I I don't know their YouTube channel. I don't haven't watched the movie, but like remember hearing about it in a way that was like, oh, these YouTubers have made like a critically acclaimed horror film. Yeah, that would not have happened 10 years ago. And people wouldn't have even given it a chance. It probably wouldn't have gotten funded. So I think there's a little bit more... It's hitting the point where people are just like, who cares? If you are creative, like it doesn't actually matter where you start. But the platforms have changed. Like YouTubers, I think, are still embarrassing and aren't getting that much acceptance into the mainstream unless you're like Emma Chamberlain. 
I feel like TikTok yeah, you gotta has be the right weirdly person. like skipped oh, the line. Yes, because TikTok it's crazy. Now is more real and personalized, and celebrities adopted it like on their own accord. YouTube yeah, YouTube had to like so pay hard. Will Smith to like do <laughs> what would he do? He'd like hold a drone and like jump off a building. It was like crazy, yeah. and like pay Kevin Hart to like sit in ice bath. There was truly a time when YouTube was like desperately at the feet of A-list celebrities, being like, please. Excuse me. But they paid. They make, make, they gave yeah, them they money. Pay, and they'd like make documentary films with. And them. all they, the like us content creators would be at like, like uh, would be like at the, the like event. <laughs> they'd be like at the events, like all especially the like science communicators like us, like so high on our horse. We'd be at the events where like they flown in like Kevin Hart and Will Smith and paid them all this money and be like, well at least they could monetize our video about <laughs> anal sex. Like God, like like they don't care. About like we all got so like up in arms but then now i'm like well it didn't work youtube like it really it really didn't, didn't work. work you can't youtube is so weird i was thinking of even calling this episode youtube like is it even relevant because hmm. it's so it's been around for so long it is extremely pervasive there's mr beast who it's like it's like every time i see a number beside his video i'm like it's like I don't how? even <laughs> understand it makes me like i feel like i'm like okay so i'm in a dream pinch pinch like this can't be reality there's, it's like it can have so much influence, yeah. yet no influence at all. Yeah, it's I totally agree. Really fascinating from it's like. It's hard to understand what that means. Like, and for people listening, if you don't like consume YouTube content, it's just weird that, yeah, within its own realm, like people like, like someone like Mr. Beast will get like 50 to 100 million views on a video in days. That's like, if I, a TV <laughs> show could do that nowadays, that's like. Bigger than peak American Idol. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like on a video of one man who's just like, obviously he has. Like and it's like, and stuff, it's like he's trapped on an island with his friends. Like, it's so funny. It's yeah. Like, he's recreating Fear Factor. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he is recreating Fear Factor. Wow. Fear Factor is a model for these boys. <laughs> but like it, it is fast. I remember like recently we were just like at a like cottage weekend with, again, our friends who don't know anything about YouTube. And I was like. I like mentioned Mr. Beast. They were like, what is that? And I was like, okay, I'm just going to like show you like, I'm just going to show you the thumbnail page of YouTube. And it was like, they were stoned. And I just was like, I could see them just being like, like what? Because they're obviously comparing it to like the Katy Perry music video or right. something that they know. And they're like, that's from a week ago. And like, obviously they're literally thinking of their pop girlies and wanting them to get good views and being like who, and then the, also the thumbnail, it looks like Barney. Like they were like, it's for kids. It's a kid show. I'm like, well, it's not really like adults. love Cause it there are like, especially dudes. I know that like love Mr. Beast who are 40. Like that. I'll like crazy. go to the barber or yeah. I'll like go to Wait, an really? yeah, an environment where I'm just like with somebody fully my age. It's usually a straight guy. And they're just like, oh, yeah, I love Mr. Beast. And I'm like, you you know Mr. Beast? Yeah, I totally thought it was Barney. But now I'm <laughs> there like, There are not definitely Barney. a lot of kids who watch it. Yeah. It is like kid-friendly content. It's just kind of like sensational, loud. Hey, okay, today we're going to do something crazy and like that vibe. But like so is a lot of TV. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a lot of television that's just like flashy and grabbing So I wonder like if what I'm confused about is like, okay, is YouTube – for kids in general and then everyone just sort of ages out of it it I feels like that kind of think so but be, then no that's, that's a ridiculous YouTube, statement it's just a different kind of platform because in a weird way it's actually more similar to netflix than it is to tiktok tiktok is more similar hmm. to instagram and snapchat yes. and twitter like i know they're all different but like 
YouTube is like a place you wow. go and you have to decide what you're going to watch. That's very true. And so I think like in the same way, obviously Netflix has had a massive cultural impact and they've managed to in the same way as like even maybe Apple TV and like Amazon Prime have made shows that have been considered critically acclaimed. That is where YouTube has actually failed, I think. Yeah. I can't think of one example where people were like, I'm <laughs> okay. going on YouTube to watch <laughs> oh this my thing. God. Okay, so also YouTube. <laughs> but at the same time, it's weird because if a Mr. Beast video can get 100 million views, like that's like, I don't think that many people are watching the morning show on Apple. No, no, I know. I know. I like, know. It is crazy. So, and, and not, not that that show is critically do, acclaimed. Like, everyone knows who Mr. Beast is now, kind of, like, like it's, in a way. Famous. Yeah, it's happening. But like not in a way where people would care. But they know who he is. Uh, it depends on what like circle you're in. Yeah. Or like what. Sorry, sorry. Obviously, like there's like a kid right like now who's like anyone like no. There's a kid like like, <laughs> like screaming in the in car the with their parents being like the travesty. Like, yeah, like driving <laughs> off a cliff. I care. Like all those clips of people um, being like, "Wow, it's so great." Taylor Swift has made what's his name like relevant. Travis in the world. Kelsey yeah, have you or whatever. Seen those yeah, and then and the then guys the straight guys are like, "What? He's like the most famous football player." <laughs> That's so smart. <laughs> Everyone talks about how hot he is, but I keep looking at him. I'm like. No, I literally no. haven't seen a single picture. Like I, he looks like the um, think of like army man, like someone's like a man <laughs> in an, a man in the army. When you said that, I pictured <laughs> toy soldiers. Remember that? Literally movie? that. He looks like a toy. Soldier. But they're kind of scary. And exactly. Exactly. You're oh. nailing it. Oh really? He's scary. He's thick. He's tall. He looks <laughs> botoxed. He's like everyone's like I'd climb. That like is a toy tree. soldier. They're like she's finally getting that dick from a hunt like everyone's so thirsty for him and i'm like of course I'm, i wouldn't like say no but like it's not it's not like the type of hunk i'm thinking of like, okay anyways so yeah like i feel like youtube as a company has it's run by all these millennials all these people who want influence they want it like it's interesting when everyone we've met at youtube has been super cool they yeah. all know like they all like loved the movie moonlight right. and like yes. and it's so Which, um actually never mind i know you know the answer to that question never what? mind keep going i was what? like that is an a24 movie that was their first movie they produced oh no, there were other ones they did no, too. No, they didn't. The that's the one? first one they made. Okay, well, that A24 is a great example. Mm. Like people are more interested in A24 than like YouTube, obviously critically. <laughs> but I like what YouTube would do is they would have these like weird weekends where they would like bring all these YouTubers together, and we'd obviously get invited because they'd have like pillars, maybe like science. Mm -hmm. Oh, these are the guys killing it in science, so we'd have to go and be around like Emma Chamberlain and like. Right, like every other category, the, like, but because we were popular in science, we yeah. were with like people who were actually way yeah, more like it was like people actually like, and then I just remember once, and then they would bring in people to talk to us, to like inspire us, and they brought in the director of Moonlight. Oh, did they? Oh, and I do remember. That, yeah. And yeah. it was like, well, it was Cardi B too, and it was so funny. She, like they were like, do you have any advice for all these people? And she was like, don't pay your taxes. <laughs> She was so funny. She didn't know where she was. She was getting paid like $50,000 for an hour of her time. She got like, you know, escorted and sat kidding? on a chair. I think it was more than that. Like, okay, we don't know the actual numbers, but she was getting paid, obviously. And like, it was the height of her like original sort of like pop off. Mm -hmm. She sat next to like, I don't know, Lily Singh or someone who had like a series of questions. She had no idea. She was like, where like, am who I? Are and they, who are these people? And they were trying to give her context. <laughs> and they were like, do you have any finance? Like a lot of people here 
are starting new businesses with their thing. Do you have any? <laughs> she's like, I don't know. But I just like, she's like, I'm all for Bernie and I definitely love tax, but I just, I'm having to pay a lot of tax right now. And I'm just thinking, what are some ways you can get around not paying tax? Because she obviously <laughs> made so much money so fast. Yeah, she was probably just, and they're probably like, yeah, yeah we're going to take exactly. 50 million of that. Yeah. And she was like, I, she was like, I do believe in Bernie. And like, she just had this hilarious, and it was like, hey, I'm like, these people here don't even know who Bernie Sanders is. But no, the main disconnect to me was the Moonlight one, where they said, do you have any fa favorite YouTube videos? And he was like, um, I'm really... <laughs> He's like, one of my favorite things to do, he was like, was put on like, it was like old French, like Godard clips. He's like, they have about like 47 views. Everyone's but it's like, mouth it in was the like, audience people were, as, I was like, obviously like so, so enamored with yeah. this person, but like truly like, I don't know, like the Dolan twins were asleep beside me or like the Logan Paul was like, right hungover like but it was like youtube's trying mm -hmm. so hard but then to these, have that cultural bent yeah to it. but the yeah. people who are all here i'm like it's literally and because like literally logan paul was beside us and yeah it's like, but like you guy, said all the employees at youtube yes, were of are that kind of, of like millennial yeah and we're like, like oh we, we want to like media. we're interested in art yeah. and we're interested in like cool things and we hope youtube can be like a space where we make like people make interesting content so the influencer of that time though they could never it could never escape and it still it arguably hasn't from like the logan pauls like youtube mm -hmm. couldn't ever escape the influence on their thing and influencers were always these people who were again going above and beyond making crazy thumbnails mm -hmm. and that's still the case to be fair that is like the people who are the most popular on tiktok are not necessarily like making artful stuff right like yeah yeah like no, when you true. and i'm not this is not to disparage anyone like uh, but you just know how like what were their names like charlie d'amelio and stuff but when they were like so popular and noah Be is yeah noah, noah back like there was a time i don't know if they're still the most popular but they were just like being cute and dancing yeah. and like doing silly it's the things. the same idea. And they became the face of the platform yeah. in the early days. Yeah. And I think it, like they, it's not like they it's were like. It's the same. Like, wow. You influencers then and now. It, but. It is similar. For some reason, I think TikTok just like became so much more culturally pervasive. It's wild. Like, do you know that like tube girl or whatever? She's like on I the keep tube. seeing references to it, but I don't know well, what it's just it like, is. I just think about how, okay, like for a YouTuber to like go to Paris Fashion Week, it truly took Emma Chamberlain. And I think at this point, she's like, is she even a YouTuber? Like, I don't know. Right. And even her, it was like, it's groundbreaking. She's herself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's wild. Like, it just like. Like crazy it's like wow like she really is i also think we have to like a lot of this did start i think with the kardashians i don't know enough about them but like yeah. they were kind of like the first like we're just influencers and we're gonna own it we're yeah. not gonna have like a skill quote unquote but fashion week it feels like a place where like there's a lot of pretension and i know that it's been a struggle but obviously the kardashians are like all over it and Emma Chamberlain's all over it. Mm -hmm. And then there's this tube girl who like truly was on like the literal like tube in London. And she like, okay, Gen Z, I've learned this. They take their photos at 0 0.5. Like at one. the zoomed out one? Yeah. Yeah. So she puts it at 0 0.5 and she slows the song like down. Like their selfies or they... Their selfies or do they and do, their fronts. Yeah, because I heard that they do I heard the they front do the front and, and then like they this. flip it. This is so embarrassing. They do the <laughs> 0 0.5, then they go like this, and then they take the, but the look photo. look how freaking long my arm looks. Mine actually just went to my screen. No, that can't be right. You look like a Gen I, Z. You, no, but you, you're not posting a selfie. Oh. And Oh, no, sorry. You're going, you're, you have to get your arm out and you're going from Like cut my arm out. But Anyways. how can I get it out? So she does, I think it's the 0 0.5 <laughs> and then she does the song slowed down so it's probably easier to mouth. 
So then, and then because of the way the tube moves, her hair goes back <laughs> and she has that like different songs like, <laughs> and she like moves her hand around and it looks kind of like, oh, this is like a modern music video that she's just made on the tube, which is okay. kind of funny because she's like looking hot and all the yeah. songs are like hot and she like, she can break a song right now and it'll go <laughs> top of the charts. And so she did that. I swear to God, like in the middle of September, I'm sure there's been articles that would be like, it was August, but whatever. And then this Paris Fashion Week, they're like, Dior's like, she's in the That's thing insane. at Dior doing her little thing. And everyone's, and it's like that, she skipped, the YouTubers are at home frothing so, at the mouth for that. That's fair. She I skipped think, the line. I think <laughs> what beautiful. has happened is it's a combination of internet culture becoming so pervasive and brands finally being like, willing to play a little bit of that game like they yeah. don't think she's gonna be famous next year and she's gonna be like i'm not saying she couldn't be she could be like, i'm a fashion model yeah. whatever but Brittany they're not they're, they're not using her being like this girl's gonna be an artful whatever that's gonna be like yeah. a trendsetter and we're leaning into her their brand is finally being able to be like this happened this month everyone's talking about her we want attention to girl. girl yeah and i think the reason tiktok has so much power in that sense is it is so immediate it's yeah. like what is popular today yeah people YouTube who make youtube videos it's like, coming out in a week or two maybe that yeah after and that, made it. that has its own benefit it's the same reason yeah. like a netflix show isn't gonna have tube girl can do something today and be somewhere tomorrow tube <laughs> i've never even seen her <laughs> i'll show you it. but you're um, gonna be like does it um, but you know what I mean? Like a Netflix series has to like build itself and a YouTube is a shorter version of a Netflix series. Okay. So when you were, when we were an influencer of then, which I will admit being a millennial that had to do YouTube is really embarrassing because we had to do weird shit. Like we didn't, no one was before us. Like, I feel like all that challenge shit. Like, All the what? Like cinnamon challenge. Oh shit. yeah, we like, literally we, came up in the cinnamon we, challenge. Like, we era. didn't do cinnamon challenge. Oh, close but we would, out. We, we would be, yeah, we would be like sniff the shirt challenge, the science of scent. <laughs> like we would do shit like that because it was like, well, that's what Try, you do. It was truly challenges, which yeah. is still what we do. We still follow the trends of YouTube yes. and try to design our channel so that people. But they're will watch so it. aged now to look back it's on those. Like, yeah. I actually don't think you could pay me to watch those videos. Sometimes that are still I on think, internet. should we take them down? <laughs> hide all those old videos. They're not problematic or weird. It's just like, sometimes I'm like, they are probably so cringy. There's like a video of us. Like, I swear to God, it was like <laughs> three years in like making Soylent and talk. Well, I, this is the reason why I think we should take them down. I'm like, that's really interesting. It we is. Were, Soylent was really interesting. Yeah. And it actually, that, I'm not thinking about that is But I'm like, I believe I was in charge of editing that video. <laughs> and it's like, I actually think there's probably like 10 seconds of silence. And then I'm like, so today we're going to try Soylent. <laughs> like, like literally just like, I didn't, I was like today. So you, oh my God. Uh, oh my God. You have to add water. Oh, oh my God, Mitch, cut the water. And then it's like, it's like cut, like, like pouring water and being like Soylent is from the movie Soylent Green. And it's a way for us to get all of our nutrients, I go watch like those. an essential amino acids which are building blocks of life in this thing. And then like probably a really bad animation of it, of truly horrible animation of amino acids. And then like you being like, glug, glug, yuck. It tastes <laughs> so, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah. like that was like kind of what other people were doing. But we were just like a worse version trying to add science to it. Yeah. But also I even mean like the editing was slower. Like the reason people yeah. like Emma Chamberlain is she was like, like a fast snappy, editor. Yeah. Like now we're on TikTok. Like, 
everything everything has so, just sped yeah. up but what i will say what is the things you want to delete oh no, that's a well, good question no what do you want to write that looking back <laughs> is like cute and I, I i have no shame for any of the videos we made oh i, I do i, I guess kidding. i do um, <laughs> oh wow not like no not like deep stronger. shame but kind of embarrassment like we i mean also i'm not like a funny person i'm not like a comedian so like there's been times when we've been doing like sketches and skits and stuff on our second channel yeah, yeah. that i'm sure is like really cringy to watch and maybe even was a little cringy at the time we've always been like but we're just like kind of having fun we're teaching people it's not we're not actually yeah, trying yeah. to be so no, funny I'm like this stuff i'm like i wouldn't delete that we both have like different ones that we delete maybe i just i haven't gone back and watched but every now and then i'm like you know, maybe I'm going to pursue music more seriously. Um, and then I'm like, I have to delete all of those things if I want to be able to do that. <laughs> I don't know why. No, that's not the way it is anymore. You don't think? I just think no. like I what I would want to create as a musician is so much more serious. No, but then that, no, that's, that's an okay, authentic. Okay, we can, no, it's not, in a, oh, it's wow. not I am a very serious person. No, I'm and just, I feel, no, you're not. I'm not. No, you are not. That is. You what does are that not, mean? You are not a very serious person at all. <laughs> Wait, Mitchell tell Ryan me Moffitt. what you mean. You are like T H Philly. T H I L L Y. You're Philly. That's not true. Mitch, look at your. You literally are. I think you've okay. been told so at some point that. No, no I just take things more, seriously. Music is also. What is so interesting about music is it's true. It's like. Okay, an Adele album, I'm going to sob. She's fucking hilarious. Music yeah, yeah, is yeah. more serious. It's a more yeah. emotional state. I do not think you need to delete but it. Like, I think that both <laughs> can speak. Like, if I think if you make the music you're capable of, it won't matter. That because people will go back and be like, I guess it's, no, that's not. It's, it's getting old enough that at least it's far enough away. Yeah, it's like yeah, he was a yeah. child. Yes. That he was being Troy Sivan hasn't taken down his things. He might have taken some down. No, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if his management was okay, like, let's fine. If you get through. to like Troy Simon's level, we'll think about it. But I'm saying like, it's not like you don't need to preemptively take. Them yeah, back. fair. Okay. No, no, gonna, I wouldn't. Yeah. I just, I want to watch back one day and be like, but you okay. Know, there's millennial, some embarrassing like, I think because it was like, I wish I had a bit more foresight as a millennial. Like if we had had a decade of people doing it before us, I think I would have been able to be like, okay, I'm not going to do Soylent challenge, but I'm just going to teach guess, about yeah, Soylent. The challenge is, and always was, and we'll probably look back on this era and feel the same way. Like, as science communicators, we're like, we have to adapt to whatever is yeah. culturally relevant, right? That I mean, every influencer is actually trying to do that, but it feels more honorable when you're a scientist person to be like, okay, but this, I'm trying to actually make people learn something. So to like package it in a way that is oh, digestible yeah. makes sense. Okay, I can't think people of people are doing challenges of, yeah, on YouTube. A, we're going to do that. Oh, now people are doing short form content yeah. and it's really accessible. Okay, how do we make science stuff there? So I feel like we've always kind of, followed the structural trends it's true and I, that's what i mean is that being a millennial is hard because it's like we had to grow up in a time when the structural trends were so embarrassing but they weren't new. embarrassing at the t i guess they were embarrassing at the no time. they were embarrassing at the time but that's what was happening yeah. online was embarrassing things i feel bad but that's our peers were embarrassing and it's okay no people have talked about this it's because early days internet it was like it was nerdy people it was people who were not as socially like connected and wanted to make stuff on the internet until it became cool. TikTok's had a place where like immediate, well not immediately, but when it was musically, it was like people felt like it was more of a community. And then it was like all the cool kids started coming in who were like really attractive and had good fashion. And like that changed the platform. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we were kind of on 
the YouTube. Not cool. Yeah, when it was a lot yeah. of people who th- there were actually a lot of really popular gay creators at a time yeah. when you'd think like, oh, it's kind of interesting that 15 years ago, yeah. like almost all of the males that I can think of were totally. not all, but a lot. Oh my god, it was like transgressive. Now I'm like, it was punk. Yeah, and a bunch <laughs> of them were trans and have come out yeah. as trans. No, I said transgressive. Oh, but, but sorry. But then it's like now it's actually the opposite of that. It's like scary right wing. Yeah, yeah, because it became cool, and so it became a place where like people wanted to capitalize on for money as well. But I think the early days, it was just kind of like nerdy kids or geeky kids. Not all nerdy, but you know what I mean. Like. For just having fun and being cute, and then it developed out of that culture hmm. first. And gay guy and gay guys love to be famous. People still do. <laughs> gay guys content. do want to like figure out how to be famous. Yeah, for sure. But I do feel like they're yeah. No, that's a really interesting point to be like. YouTube was like a transgressive space in the past, whereas it's totally not now. It is like in mm-hmm. some ways we have contrapoints who is like in my opinion, <laughs> like savior of YouTube. Yeah, and, like, there, the there's corners part. of YouTube. But r- in general, it's the opposite of that. And mm-hmm. if that's what it came out of, which is really interesting, I would love to read that book. Oh, I well, you said that. that Taylor Lorenz. No, I'm just, I, hope like that, a, I hope that her... I think, I mean, obviously there's always been a breadth of different creators, but even like John and Hank Green were kind of just like nerdy guys who were like, we like science, we're making videos. Like, yeah, but then who also are like the most business savvy people yeah, I've ever met. But that's like not taking away from the fact that they like fit the category of what a lot of oh, early creators were. Yes, you know? yeah, it doesn't yeah, mean yeah. that you couldn't be interested <laughs> in business and couldn't like capitalize on it. Like, there are a lot of smart people who started a lot, like Smosh started a long time ago. They've had a huge business for decades, yeah. now, you know? Um, but it was just like people who put themselves on the internet were different then. Now Whereas everyone, now puts, everyone puts themselves on the internet. Yeah. That's so true. It's like you learn how to you do that. You had to be like a special kind of person to do it. Yeah. I, I don't, never, I don't I mean that in a negative yeah, way. No, I don't think I ever would have. I don't think I ever would have watched YouTube except for like Ariana Grande music videos yeah. if I hadn't met you. But now it's truly like everyone is almost expected to put themselves on the internet yeah. and it's it's just about like that is the world we live in Ooh, do you, oh i just oh okay i wanted to ask this earlier now i'm like i want to know what the future will be like if this is all gonna crash as we all talk about like mental health yeah. issues with this but okay when you were okay let's picture 2000 let's picture like four years into youtube when it was like our channels went crazy and it was like what is happening yeah um what would you have predicted the future would have been of YouTubers slash influencers then in 2023. Like, what would you think of then? Like, do you think you had a prediction? Did you think everyone was on the up and up? Did you think Grace Helbig was going to be like the next late night host? Did you think? No, I think, I think it like, not to say I like knew what was going to happen, but I feel like it's followed a pretty, like the TikTok part of it. I never would have predicted, but I think the trajectory of YouTube, like that creators would just be like, because when we started, not that long before we started, it was like a milestone when the first person hit a million subscribers. And I remember in university, I was part of this competition called like the best job in the world, right? Where I like submitted to like, you had to submit a video to like apply to this, work on this island in Australia. And it was like a viral campaign around the world. And my video for that got 100,000 views. And I remember at the time, yeah. And at the time, like this was like 2009, that felt like 100 million people have seen that video. Like it, that was like a really, really big number. Of course, obviously it was like very localized, like lots of people in our community and Guelph were watching it and sharing it. And then everyone involved in that competition was probably watching those videos. Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. but you know what I mean? 
my point is that's then, why you also want to be a YouTuber. You've got that weird taste of that. Maybe, yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But it wasn't, they uploaded that video, not me. Like, I submitted No, I know, it. but you still saw what could happen. Through yeah. That. And, um, then you just write the yeah, numbers. Yeah, just, just then it's like the first person hits 10 million and this, like, then, like, um, Mr. Beast hits 100 million and it's like, subscribers? It, yeah. Oh, so the God. benchmark just keeps <laughs> and always has just been trending up. I'm not saying it goes forever, but it's like when it comes to talking about traditional TV and stuff, I was just like, I do think this will just become more and more pervasive. Like the next big star will outpace whoever's the biggest now. It, they'll look huge in comparison because like, and some people have made it through the 1% or whatever of creators, you know, whether it's the Paul brothers, even though they're not really as pervasive right now but like some people their names make it through the whole way yeah but like someone's gonna come who will Trisha be Paytas. bigger than <laughs> mr beast at some point yeah. i think interesting maybe it's different because tiktok has come maybe mr beast is the ceiling but like for youtube maybe i don't know but that's dark but i don't know <laughs> like yeah no, no maybe I, there's someone else who you comes always and thought in, in a month hits 100 so million you always thought that was the case it just seemed like the way it was going i didn't obviously know if it was gonna happen no no but, but that's interesting i think that's like what i was like curious because i i think i was always much more skeptical mm. of youtube's impact and i still think it's interesting that they can have like mr reese can have 100 million subscribers and still be kind yeah of i think it, there's obviously a ceiling and i think a lot of these social media companies are panicking there's a lot of competition i think yeah. they're still like not necessarily profitable and they're like desperate to be like okay we gotta like get in all these markets and make sometimes it so i'm like okay y'all are like wow we got the new ceo coming in he's a genius i'm like how the fuck is this shit not profitable <laughs> do you know what i mean i'm like i think that means y'all made a bunch of mistakes well i think it's because it just costs so much money to but run. i'm just like well i don't know yeah, i've never taken know. business 101 but i thought you're supposed <laughs> to make money like i just can't believe i'm like oh youtube like you have to be profitable. Stop telling us you're not profitable. And if you aren't profitable, then why am I listening to any of your talk? <laughs> like Netflix, it's like, you mean you didn't make any money well, when we all gave you $10 a month for my whole life? Yeah, no, there's a weird bubble of like, and, and obviously with like Twitter or whatever, like potentially collapsing, it's like, will all this, what will happen to all yeah. these social media? I think when they realize they can't make enough money to yeah. make them profitable. And they always, th like, it's interesting. I think you're saying that growth thing. It's like, it's like, yeah, that was the case for YouTube. And if Mr. Beast is the ceiling, that's obviously existentially scary for them. They totally. want the next Mr. Beast to happen next month. Yeah, because we're, we're also seeing it happen just with like the conversations of the world. Like how we're yeah. like, we can't live in a society that demands constant growth yeah like yeah it's fun and it's cool in some ways but at a certain point it's just like it's destroying everything that like actual real companies are destroying the planet these digital companies are destroying our brains and it's just like it can't keep going this yeah, direction it, it has to kind of collapse that's the scary point. tiktok thing because now everyone just loves tiktok but it's just the next iteration that's shorter yeah and dumber and more and i don't pervasive. know like I don't actually I love know TikTok. what happens because <laughs> actually recently I've been like, I'm really bored of TikTok. I just want it to give me more educational content. Oh, me too. Content. I'm actually bored of it, but I'm saying like of all or of it's them, just like, it's I the most like. I love when someone talks for like three minutes about something interesting. Okay, yeah, see, I don't. I think it's going to be because we share. We have science and we need different I'm TikToks. like, yeah. Oh, but I think my point is like TikTok, when I see the icon, I'm like fun. But when I see the other icons, I'm like not fun dark. i mean i watch a lot of youtube videos to be honest like i have alan watts on play on you and you know what i just think youtube is really fun so is tiktok but 
There's something, actually this can happen on TikTok too, but I found a, a channel I've just in the last week become obsessed with. You know that series we watch, uh, like um, the guy in New York who like... John... What's that called? John, How To with John Wilson. Yes. Yeah. So you know he has like a very specific point of view, right? Yes, like in the yeah. way he talks. This person's obviously inspired by him. It's like that style. But what he does, and it's only recently he landed on this like format of a video because I was going back through his videos to see how many he had. That's so YouTube. They're like, try everything until it works. Yeah. And then, yeah. But then I'm like, I actually love these videos. What it is, it's just called like the, the main idea is like unremarkable places. And then it'll be like in Zelda Ocarina of Time. And he'll just like go to like really odd spaces in that video game. And it obviously is like has a huge impact for people who, because it's nostalgic, yeah. but they're like, it talks about video game design and he'll just be like this space. It's like liminal spaces, like spaces that yeah, are that's cool. And it's like, he'll just talk for like five minutes in each space while he's just walking around the video game well, showing th- you. And I'm like, it's very John will have. To yeah. John and that's Wilson. also very YouTube. Like they always have said that their thing is no, we're not going to give you the Mr. Beast. Our thing is that if you want what you want, mm-hmm. we have it, which yeah. is, which that was is, like an extremely niche interest, yeah. but, but the videos are getting like hundreds of thousands of views now Oh wow! because it's like so many people have played these video games and now we can all go back and it's kind of weird to go back to something you've played like hundreds of times in my case yeah and, and then, then see it. something and be like wait that is really weird and i've never noticed that And this like one little corner of the map is so bizarre why did they do it this way or this space only exists because they have oh, to design cool. it in a cool way or he shows like these weird loading screens i've never noticed before and it was just like he doesn't it's not like fast rush it's not whatever he's just like talking giving kind of astute observations that connect with like metaphors to like the meaning of life and like designing in general. And I was like, this is so fun. And all the comments are like, I've not come across a series. I've loved. But that's what you, that is YouTube. You know what I mean? That's what I think YouTube's greatest strength. Yeah. I think TikTok can do that as well. Yeah. But YouTube makes it easier to be like, I actually am like, I really want to watch all this person's videos. The ones that are related to like the video games. I like. God, I don't know what's going to happen because I just don't have faith in any of this stuff. And I never have, but I'm still like, I've worked in it forever, but (laughs) I do feel a little like I was always skeptical. And I guess it's sometimes easier. We're going to end soon, but easier to be skeptical. But I was like, I was right about all this shit. Like (laughs) in the sense that I was like, these people are corporations, they're evil. And there was a time where I think you were sipping the Kool-Aid a little more. And I think it's obviously easier to like think a corporation's evil because like hashtag they probably are. (laughs) But it is interesting because I know there was a time where we thought YouTube was like truly the future. Like the bastion of light in the, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it's so not. And I think that's like the same thing with But that's a lot to expect of any one thing. I'm not saying it doesn't have crazy No, but I feel like people are doing like watching the way that like even I just said I love talk like I listened to the Rosie O'Donnell podcast and she was just like I love TikTok it's just like don't say that Mm -hmm. like I feel like it's like for a lot of people TikTok's the first time they've had to deal with like a true obsession with a social media platform because yeah. they didn't love Instagram. Yeah, like, it's tw- captured has most people's really, imagination. And it's like, yeah. this is bad. Like this, this yeah. feeling is bad. Yeah. You're being brainwashed by like entertainment and it's bad. And it's like, it's but always don't you bad. think it's always been like people would have said that about <laughs> plays and books and TV when it was first I don't know. You always radio. say that. And I'm like, I, I don't I, know if that's true. It is true. I've There's seen no a way, montage yeah. of people complaining about, um, new generations like it would be like a a newspaper in the 1840s that's like oh these kids these days and they're obsessed with their little games and it's taking their attention away from everything that's important what the newspaper games 
I don't know what they did in those days. And they're okay, going to be like, but 1890. It's like someone's made a montage of everyone being like, okay, this that's new fine. generation's that's lazy. They're obsessed with these entertainment things. Okay, well then like, where is it? Okay, so then where does it end? Sorry. I don't know. I think it just... I think you can't tell me a novel's as bad as TikTok. I, you can't. Well, what... On this podcast, we have proven that through study after study but, of our brains. Yeah, okay. But I just think when we step back as aliens in 20,000 years and look at this generation, it's just like a cyclical thing. It's not necessarily like so unidirectional as it seems. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I actually don't know. No, I'm not saying fair. it's good. I'm not saying like obviously social media is so toxic, but we're in the blip of it. And there might be a point where it changes yeah. because humans are like, this is too much. I like, will just. People said that about TV for sure. Yeah. The TV will rot your brain. Yeah. Do we have rotted brains? Like, no. yes. <laughs> not from TV. Now we're like, that's truly like where you sit down for half an hour at once and watch one thing. That's like Buddha. We do have to go, but a part of me is like, no, I think it, like it has just gotten worse and worse. I'm just that person. So, but do you think TV rotted brains? Yes. And then know what came after TV? The internet. And then just rot, rot, So you rot think to rot. more rotted brains exist today than ever before? Yes. But don't you think more and I still think TV rotted brains. And and what is the consequence like of Like when I used brains? to watch Jerry Springer, I was like, my brain's rotting. But I would yeah. watch it. Like I there's just, always going to be stuff to rot people's brains. Yeah. There's okay. always going to be drugs. There's always going to be an yeah. ex- escape. I don't think mushrooms are rotting people's brains. Well, maybe not those. But if you do <laughs> enough of them, it probably is. Interesting. If you do a little bit of This is leading media. to something. This is leading to another episode. What's worse? Drugs or social media? Yes. <laughs> Or like, yeah, like, cause I'm like, I don't, I do think it's different. And I think it's been a trajectory, <laughs> I mean, depends a on the trajectory time. of brain rot. That's only gotten worse through media. Yeah. From like, I do, I'm, I'm just weird. Like we, I just, no, I fair. feel that way. I, I just feel that way. But you're right. It's like my parents would be like, you can't watch a movie. And now it's like, when I watch a movie, I'm like, I read a book. And no, it's you're like, right. I, I mean, and, and there's like, like more and more problems in society that relate to health mental health like we're seeing crop up more and more that can probably be at the time attributed to tv like people were more stagnant and staying in more, yeah, and yeah. more. And now people are like like seeing having fomo and doing all these crazy yeah, things yeah. and like i don't disagree that that's true there's like all these compounding issues and old people are wise and when older people are saying the next generation's messing up they always actually <laughs> they right. might know something but then you look back at those people and you're like you know we're different yeah i know it's true it's like true. i don't want to be from 1820 <laughs> i know i know i know i mean i think i would have slayed at the time like i think i would have been like an <laughs> no you would have been jester. slayed in a fucking bundle of sticks bitch no, burning I wouldn't, on fire i wouldn't have come out i would have obviously married a girl woman had an you amazing couldn't life. hide it if you tried mitch are you kidding me <laughs> i would have had a great life they would have been like he's so quirky and i would have had like three kids and it's like damn I wish I was alive in the 1820s. <laughs> I wouldn't have told anyone I was gay. Are you kidding? People, I'm not going to get killed. I mean, the witches at the Salem trials didn't have to tell them. They just thought they were. You don't have to tell people. They'd I'd be, be selling the my rumors neighbors that left right and center. They'd be like, rumors are saying you're gay. I'd be like, no, who's gay? Frank. And I would just get that <laughs> shit off me real quick. Anyways, uh, wow. Well, this, you know what? I'm, if, you've, if someone's made it to the end of this pod, say so. I think we should call an oh, episode wow. like this a side note episode. Wow. Where we just are like... Shooting the shit. I'm we needed to get it off our chest. We can't stop talking about it to each other. And we're like, we should talk. And about I feel like this. there's lots of times where you might just want to like sit down and chat about something without having to necessarily like pull up a bunch yeah. of research and just have fun. I feel like there's something fun and nice about us just being able to laugh and 
Maybe it's just talking about something. You're so funny, Carl. <laughs> just be able to laugh. I'm like, we didn't well, laugh. We just like yelled. We laughed. I laughed and I oh, laughed. Oh, yeah. No, we laughed and we laughed. You never laugh at me. I always laugh at you. I always laugh at you. I thought you were <laughs> saying, I was just saying it was like nearing the end. It wasn't so funny when I was just like, this I'm is I'm not saying it's funny, but society. it's more, a little more fun or we can just like, it's it's fun to be able to talk about things that wouldn't um, yeah, necessarily have science behind yes. it. Yes. Okay. So That's true. If you've made it this far and you thought it was interesting and it was a fun episode, let us know and maybe we'll do some more side note episodes. Write them in the comments on YouTube. Write them in our Instagram. Write them. On. We're just yeah. now telling everyone to go oh. and do all the social media we just said was bad. This is probably too late to ask. Someone needs to help me figure out how I can get people to send us voice memos. Girl, and- you're so good at technology. You can figure that out and just focus. I just... Dude, I'm I sure bet someone you, can figure no, it out. No, you, <laughs> no, Mitch. Of all people, you're gonna figure that shit out in two seconds if you really want it. Okay, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.